0: Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to week 17 of the Wingfoot Locks, brought to you by Wingfoot Sports. It is the final week of the NFL season. Ah, it's kind of a little sad in a way, Greg, don't you think?
1: Sad like the one o'clock slate of games, right? Uh,
0: it, is, it is definitely uh, a slim Pickens, not to be confused with Carl Pickens, uh, the Bengals wide receiver here. I think I used that one earlier in the season. Listen, week 17, the week when everything goes out the window, we no longer care about what happened previously. It's all about looking ahead to the motivation that these teams have to play the final game of the season. And, you know, that can that can go a lot of ways. We've seen teams that need to win the game be very disappointed and get sent home. Uh, it happened a couple years ago. I think the Ravens, to those aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals, who they are playing again this week. Ravens need to win, and they're in. The Bengals, well, they need to draft an offensive lineman to protect Joe Burrow once he returns from that ACL injury. That's their biggest priority at this point. (laughs) So, Greg, I know we both are on this game. Tell me what you think about this matchup. Uh, Right now, the number fluctuating somewhere between 11.5 and 13.
1: Yeah, you're definitely getting better numbers. Mine's been chilling at 13 uh, minus 105. So I've been waiting for it to scoot right on down to 12 and a half so I could uh, toss it into a couple of 10 pointers. Uh, but Ravens have looked good. Um, for what, probably a good four or five weeks at this point. And the Bengals are definitely playing better football here. Um, so, you, you know, this could be one of those situations where you have a little bit of a, a tight match in, in the first half, and then they kind of pull away and get some some distance there. But again, it's, it's just motivation now. It's not the situation because Indy threw away their uh, position last week by letting up that lead, um, so now the the Ravens control their own situation. So it's not one of those things where they're going to be watching the scoreboard or anything like that. They're going to be highly motivated, win and we're in type of situation. So it's going to be, you know, hundred miles an hour from start um, until the the game's pretty much so locked away. Um, I, I think I don't want to speak on your behalf. I'm putting it in with some some teases, right? So like I'm not going to go all the way up to um, the 13 just I don't like laying that many points so it's going to be linked up with with some other things but um, the the 13 points Certainly better than fourteen, right? So if you want to lay that big number and not attach it to anything, uh, but certainly if you're getting that and you can you can kind of top that down south of seven there on a six and a half pointer or anything like that, that's that's gonna be the way that I'm I'm looking at it. I'll probably stay away from the full thirteen, but I, I, I like the Ravens or Ravens or stay away. I certainly wouldn't be grabbing thirteen points with the, the Bengals, even though they have looked better um they haven't looked
0: great uh yeah the, i mean they haven't you obviously we look at the level of competition that they've been playing as well i mean look you, you say that this time of year or about all these teams the let's not forget the ravens had that tight game against the browns and, and both of those teams right now need a win uh to make the playoffs here so that could be the defining game of their season and that was that was key for me i think that moment that Lamar Jackson came out of the locker room and played Superman. This team has kind of turned their their season around since then. Um, And I guess that was the moment when they did. Uh, You know, I look at Harbaugh and I look at the situation that they went through um, in the middle of the year, losing their starting left tackle after signing him to a monster deal. Uh, They were able to overcome that. They also had to deal with all of the covid cases. Uh, They were able to overcome that and get some key wins there. Uh, I think that the same thing is, is going to happen here, that they're going to ride that momentum in, in, into the playoffs. They've gotten back to doing what they are best at, and that is running the football, right? Running and, and play action off of that run. I don't know what happened in the middle of the season. They, maybe we're trying to prove that Lamar Jackson you know can take the team on his shoulders by throwing the ball a little bit more um but i think that (laughs) hurt them and i think that was the reason that they got a little bit away from that creative playbook i know they were without mark ingram he is clearly a difference maker uh, on that team even if he's not getting all the carries that he used to that three-headed monster that they have there um yeah and you throw in the fact that it is just motivation at this point i like the fact that they are playing a team in Cincinnati that kept them out of the playoffs just a couple years ago. A lot of the players were there that uh, are still there now that were on that team, and they remember what it feels like to miss the playoffs against the team that you're supposed to beat. Um, I also like the fact that Cincinnati has won their last two games so that it's not like, hey, we need to prove something this last game of the season. I actually think that bodes well. Uh, for Baltimore in this one. And throw in the fact that when these two teams played earlier with Joe Burrow, Cincinnati just couldn't score on them. We've seen Cincinnati disappear in a couple games this season uh, when that offense gets overmatched against the defense that it's playing, and I could see that happening again this week. Um, and once they do, I think with the Ravens running attack, they salt it away. So I'm going to take this both ways. I am going to take them at the number. Uh, right now I got 12 and a half, so I'll take that. Um, I'm also going to take, excuse me, 11 and a half, uh, is my best number. So I'm going to take the 11 and a half there. Um, and I am also going to uh, sprinkle some them in a, a couple teases this week because, uh, as you said, win and they're in. And that is the key for them. If, if it comes down late, they're not going to be trying to run up the score or anything. It's all about just securing that win and getting into the playoffs here. So I think we're both on the Ravens this week um, for obvious reasons. It is a big number. But uh, I say lay it. Speaking of big numbers, the biggest line on the board this week right now, the Indianapolis Colts laying 14 points against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars here. Colts, as you mentioned, Greg, squandered that opportunity against Pittsburgh. This week they are facing the hapless Jags, right, who didn't come out in the second half against the uh, Chicago Bears. Give credit to the Bears for running away with that game there. But this is a division game. Right, The only win for the Jaguars on the season came in week one against the Indianapolis Colts. So the Colts, uh, I would say revenge was a factor for them, but it doesn't matter. They just need, they need to win, and they need help uh, to get into the playoffs here. Frank Reich says he's not going to have the scoreboard on inside the stadium so that they can't go scoreboard watching. I'm sure at halftime mm. they'll be checking that out, though. Uh, so... You think 14's a little much to lay for the game, but you like a play on the Colts in this one.
1: Yeah, first half, seven and a half. I think I, I was texting you last week, watching their games is like the same damn game every single week. They get out in front, and then they try and squander the, the late lead, right? So it's Houston twice. They just did it to, to Pittsburgh, right? So they're pretty good at establishing a lead, but just not keeping it. So that defense, you know, and, and understandably so, right? When you're up by two or three scores, you start to loosen up a little bit. The defense gets into a little bit of a shell coverage. So despite not having the scores on in the stadium, they're going to know what's going on. <laughs> I don't think there's any way you can take the the full game there. So I would say the first half, um, I think we're seeing it at 7.5. So right. I'm good with laying 7.5 for the Colts because they do play better in the first half, number one. They're going to be fully motivated in the first half. The Jags can't lose. I think they're, they're, they're locked in, yeah, right? They lock so in they can't the lose that World spot. Pen. You know, they probably don't want to have that massive streak going into the last game of the year. But at the same point, like, I don't think Robinson's going to play. It didn't look like Shark had uh, practiced. So, like, who are they really going to be trotting out there and, and really, you know, how many cares are they going to give?
0: Your description of the Indianapolis Colts reminds me of an old Jerry Seinfeld skit when he goes to rent a car. And he tries to make a reservation. They know how to get the the lead, but they don't know how to... The lead and that is really the key part of the reservation you know how to take the reservation anyone can just take reservations joe yeah. anyone could just get the but lead well maybe I, not
1: i will say yeah I don't, I don't know that anyone can just get the lead uh but you know i think that's that's where we go off course but yeah they certainly don't know how to keep the lead
0: and that is the key part of getting the lead is keeping the lead <laughs> Alright, so the Colts now ultimately I'm gonna put this one on here. You know, we didn't talk about this beforehand. There's five teams for four spots. You got the Titans, the Colts, the Ravens, and the Browns. Who wait, I'm missing one. Oh, and the Dolphins, sorry. Who's not getting in? Who's the odd odd team looking out?
1: Oh, you're you're gonna ask me yeah. who's not gonna make it. I'm
0: putting you on the spot. Who's not getting in the playoffs? Because the Colts are on the outside looking in right now. Even if they win, they're not guaranteed a spot right now if those four teams in front of them win.
1: This is going to be wishful thinking.
0: Okay. No, no.
1: But that would be stupid handicapping.
0: (laughs) I'll I'll say Miami. You say Miami is the team that's on the outside looking in when it's all said.
1: Yeah. I I, I wanted to say Cleveland because I just can't stand Baker Mayfield great commercials sorry about that on the audio great commercials um
0: they are fantastic
1: yeah ter- terrible quarterback
0: well listen i will say that um well just like peyton manning right better actor than quarterback whoa, <laughs> whoa. well that's how highly i i as a, a high highly i think of peyton manning as an actor is really what it is there no, we go no diminishing Sheesh. him as a quarterback he's like tom hanks out there guy yeah. gets me in tears uh, has me I, I, chuckling on the floor
1: I think I I think I've had my um, my proxy Twitter account attack. Uh Rodgers before on the the discount double check and I think uh, we we've sent some shade about him being better at commercials than he has a, a is at uh quarterbacking a team but we can't say that so much this year
0: yeah no definitely not the guy's looking at uh, an MVP this season right now you know so I'm gonna actually pick up on that because I won't make you answer it without giving my opinion I think you said it I think the Browns are the team that are on the outside looking in when this is all said and done and the reason is right now their team is in turmoil right we saw them lose to the Jets and. How'd that work out for the Rams after they lost to the Jets? I know that Ben Roethlisberger is not going to play this week for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who really haven't had a bye week this entire season with all of the COVID uh, rescheduling that they've had all season. However, you know, I don't know who's going to play. And also Cleveland had to shut down their facility again with three three other players testing positive for COVID-19. If you, I know that people want to say that the Jets are playing inspired football, they're playing all right, um, you know. And I, I put it just as much on the teams that they're playing uh, as them right now. And I think that Cleveland is not in a good spot going in to that game uh, against the Steelers. You got you're chomping at the bit there, Greg. Go ahead.
1: I just realized that it's going to be Mason Rudolph against Miles Garrett.
0: Yes, it is the it, rematch. Our,
1: our, our, our... Are are people chirping about that?
0: It was it was I've I've heard it around a little bit. Some talk. Because just just
1: when I had a little whoop, light bulb going on over here, like I just got a huge smile on my face. Can can I actually make a comment about that? How are they going to go ahead? Like I know Miles Garrett does some really decent stuff in the community, but how are they going to make him the nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year award? I thought the same one thing. year after that, yeah. like it's it, it, uh, come on just wait a year wait a year just do do it next year like come on i agree it's i think absurd. listen
0: i think i think everybody deserves a second chance i think that one moment should not define any individual although it's very hard but because it can I, I truly believe that it can and that's what we really need to be understanding of is that despite all the good things you do it can be wiped away in a moment um and you can be remembered for something terrible uh, but yes, I agree with you. Like, if you go if you go to jail, you come out, you make over your life. That's that's fantastic, and I I respect that. And he you know is doing a lot of good things. But yeah, you you can't do it that quickly, man. I I completely completely agree with you on that front. Listen, don't you, you think that's you gonna... just don't have? Go ahead.
1: Oh yeah, keep. Oh, I was gonna say you don't have any other dudes in the on the team doing some community service, you'd be that's... like, hey Miles, Miles, keep it up. We could get you this in in 2021. Here we just. Yeah, it's not a great
0: luck. Well, that's that's what I was going to say next, is who else is on the team? Like, there's got to yeah, be somebody a else bunch on the team cretans? that's doing some stuff in the community that's like, hey, what the heck? What about me over here?
1: <laughs> in, I didn't use my helmet as a mason chain.
0: In the words of uh, Juice Landry there, bless him, as they say. Just bless him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, the other thing is too with the Steelers on that one I mean don't you think that that defense is gonna want to show up a little bit for Rudolph I think it was it's kind of a ballsy move by Tomlin putting him in there um, I think it's gonna be very interesting this game I I don't know 10 points is just it seems like a lot to me I, I said they're gonna be out and I didn't even have Pittsburgh as a pick coming into this but I, I got to take I got take Pittsburgh plus the points that's just uh, an impromptu as, as I'm talking this out here I don't know how I didn't have them as one of my choices yeah um, it's the Steeler way. Steeler way. Pittsburgh. And now,
1: now as I'm uh, unraveling this and peeling back the onion, they named uh, Miles Garrett a captain uh, before Mason Rudolph was announced as a starter uh, for for this game. This is great. I, t- I take it all back. Is this a one o'clock game? Because I'm – I'm going to be peeled my team watching this anyway.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a one o'clock game over there in Cleveland, and also isn't it That's... so Cleveland Browns to not make the playoffs? Right? It's just like this would be a perfect spot for Cleveland to to let it slip through their fingers. So um, yeah, Pittsburgh. Moving on to do it to them. All right, we will move on to the next game. Uh, last week we told you the Bucks were in a great spot to clinch a, a playoff berth there against the Detroit Lions boy that was the i think the most one-sided game of the week and now this week they need to win again to wrap up that fifth spot uh they are seven point favorites as uh why don't i have it in front of me here greg they are seven point favorites at the home atlanta against atlanta. Falcons? yes thank you yep. the at- atlanta falcons i can do one of these you say it <laughs> from the simpsons um
1: against the denver broncos
0: without Julio Jones, who Mm -hmm. a lot of rumors that he could be traded in the offseason here. Um, I think that this is another route for the Bucs, and they go in playing their best football of the season. One of the big reasons for this is if they win, they get to play the winner of the NFC East. And that is such a huge position. I think that becomes the de de facto matchup that you want. In the NFC right now is whoever comes out of the NFC East, which is crazy to think that you want to go on the road and play a division winner. Uh, But that is the scenario that we're looking at. And it's either going to be the Cowboys, the Redskins, or excuse me, Cowboys, Washington, or the Giants. Uh, Cowboys and Giants playing each other. So they're already like, these teams are already in playoff mode, number one. Number two, the quarterback situation in Washington is extremely spotty. Alex Smith not taking the starting reps in practice this week, splitting it with Taylor Heineke. I don't think Smith is coming out against the Eagles and good luck trying to win with Taylor Heineke as your quarterback. Um, I I don't care who you're playing. And then the last thing about this is the fact that they already went to the Meadowlands and they won against the Giants there, even though it was a a good game on Monday night for the Giants. Um, And the Cowboys just have no defense. So when you put all that together, I think Tampa Bay really wants to win this game. On the other side, Raheem Morris is auditioning for the job as head coach, right? He's going to interview down there. So I think there's a little bit of motivation on Atlanta's side. I just don't think they have the horses in this one. Um, Without having Julio Jones going up against that Tampa Bay defense uh, is is just going to be too much for them, in my opinion. Uh, And I also think that they played their game of the week last week uh game of the year i should say against those kansas city chiefs keeping it really close and they couldn't come out with the win there it's deflating loss i think that was the one that they needed to get of course it's the division game here i think that the bucks are just hitting their stride i say lay the points this is the second half when i talked about having uh, the ravens in that tease i like i like throwing tampa in the tease with them there what are your thoughts greg
1: this will be my first half of the This is going to be a seven pointer um, But yeah Same same side and I think that's the Big thing right is scoop up This win and you get to play the Worst team in the playoffs Granted it'll be a road game but they're Playing a road game anyway right so uh, From that side of things I think There's, there's plus motivation there um, So definitely Want to just take uh, Tampa To just win on the field
0: Right. We turn now to the hottest team in the NFL. I'm not talking about the Green Bay Packers. I'm talking about the Chicago Bears led by Mitch Trubisky here. Their offense has been tearing it up. This week, Chicago needs to win to make the playoffs. If they win, they're in. They can get in with some help if Arizona loses. Uh, right now, the Bears are four-and-a-half-point underdogs. Uh, it seems to be the consensus across the board, somewhere between four and five. Um, but you're not buying into the hype. You're not buying into the monsters of the midway, Greg. Are you?
1: No, I'm. I'm liking. I, I really enjoy like the pressers that um, Rogers does about like, hey, I'm hoping it's going to get cold and everything. Like they're real into the home field advantage, and they smoked the Titans last week um, at at home in that snow game. That was fun to watch. Uh, but from from that side of things. I think they got a lot of motivation here. I don't think they want to leave it to, you know, chance. I think they want to wrap things up. And I don't believe that just because you need the game to get in, that's any sort of competitive edge here. It's it's a division rivalry um, game. They could basically knock them out of the playoffs. Green Bay could while securing themselves the bye and home field throughout. And quite frankly, you can't, like, I don't like what the Chiefs are going to be, the situation they're going to be in. They're not going to play starters, right, this week. Um, wait, wait, they're going to have the, the bye. Chiefs, you said? Um, yeah, I'm pivoting here because I like the idea of playing this game through to get the bye. Mm, okay. I don't like the idea of bye week by week, then you got to get the offense back and ready for playoffs here. I like trotting the team out there and and playing a real game for Green Bay. Um, So, you know, who knows? They could they could totally, uh, you know, fool me and and try it out backups in the second half, right? But I don't, I don't have any sort of inside info. So essentially, if if starters, I think there's there's too much movement here. If the starters are playing the whole game, you have to lay four now with the Packers. I'll I'll take that because I'm just I'm not I'm not buying. It. And I think they've they've uh, taken advantage of some really subpar teams. The uh, the Bears have. You
0: know. I agree with that. The one thing I will say is is something that I've harped on for a little while now with Chicago, uh, and that's that defense. That defense with Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks and um, Fuller on the outside, it's a for-real defense. And we said, yes, we saw them gash Tennessee last week, but we've said all season Tennessee doesn't have a defense, right? So I'm not surprised offensively. Uh, what they did there the biggest surprise for me was what they did defensively I guess to Tennessee in in holding them there so if that's going to happen I think that the defense of Green Bay is what's going to have to stand out in this game I will say I think this is my favorite game to watch on the board this weekend Uh, and there is a chance that Chicago still makes the playoffs if uh, Arizona loses uh, which is probably going to be unlikely, considering that they're playing a quarterback who doesn't have a snap in the NFL um, <laughs> this year. So. What's
1: what's dude's name?
0: Wofford for the Rams. Uh, wa- uh, I think it's Wofford, but it, uh, don't hold me to that. There, he was. His, I know his so last you- game of football was in the AAF
1: nice nice so you, you you were you and I were talking offline here about the the playoffs and how I said I don't like the uh the new format here we could have the backup Rams quarterback we could have Mitchell Trubisky and then the I, I don't even know what we consider Heineke uh is he a backup is he a third string we could have three just not he's good a four quarterbacks.
0: I think Heineke's a four-string right. quarterback because we right have and, and Alex the, Smith and the fact that he, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen. Yeah,
1: and he, he wasn't even starting over Dwayne Haskins, who was right. just the worst. But right? let's be honest so. here,
0: right? Alex Smith was their third-string quarterback coming into the season, so we, we yeah. want to see the third-string quarterback.
1: Yeah. No, and and from that side of things I just, you know, I think usually there's one bad team that kind of limps in here and yeah, I'm putting Mitchell Trubisky in with these other crap quarterbacks here cuz I just don't have any faith. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if he can bite me in the butt this week. We'll see.
0: Listen, I I have said, said this before it, Mitchell. I, have, I have said this before. I I Do not want to face the Chicago Bears in the playoffs if I'm any other team in the NFC East. Whether they win this game to get in or lose this game and somehow that defense stands up tall for the Rams and Arizona loses, if the Bears get into the playoffs, watch out. I am telling you, defense wins in the playoffs. And I would be scared of Mitchell Trubisky uh, and the, that offense that they're putting together right now. Matt Nagy seems to have revamped the offense, and it looks like that team from a couple of years ago that won the division over there. I think that was the double doink. Was that the double doink year?
1: It was the double here yeah,
0: You'd remember them, <laughs> but, yeah. that,
1: that, that. That dude just keeps pelting um, the uprights. You see, it like, yeah. I feel like every week or, like, every other week, he's smacking an upright. Uh, like, oh, man, dude. Like, what are you doing?
0: It's like one of those things, though, when you do it, like, you just stare at it and you can't not do it. It's like if I'm on a golf course and I see a tree on the left and nothing but open fairway to the right. <laughs> I'm going to say, you see that tree? It's going right for that tree. I'm not going to try. I'll turn my body the whole other way. But it somehow is going to hook, and that ball finds that tree. Like there's a magnet in there. Uh, One more game on the board that I like this week. It's the other NFC West matchup with Seattle taking on San Francisco. Right now, uh, the Seahawks minus 6.5. Um, So Seattle, you might say, doesn't have a lot to play for. But there is a scenario here where Seattle can actually get the number one overall seed. Uh, If this is a three-way tie for first, so that would mean that Seattle wins, New Orleans wins, and Green Bay loses. If that happens, then Seattle holds the tiebreaker in that scenario, and they get the number one overall seed. Is that right, Greg? Or do the the Saints get it in that scenario? I'm cuz com- I I keep mixing them up. It's either or the Saints they need the Saints. The to lose. Saint, Go ahead. The Saints
1: would have to lose okay. because right now they're they're ahead of the Saints.
0: So they need the Saints to lose. If it ends in a three-way tie, the Saints get the number 1 overall seed. Correct. If it ends with if Green Bay loses and the Saints lose, then Seattle gets the number 1 overall seed.
1: I don't know what happens if Green Bay loses, the Saints lose. I don't. I, I don't know if the Saints jump Green Bay.
0: They don't because Green Bay holds the tiebreaker because they beat them head to head. Okay, got it. So the only way that the Saints get the number one overall seed is if there's a three-way tie. That's that's the only Correct. way that would work. So if Seattle, so if Seattle wins this one uh, and Green Bay loses. And the Saints lose. Now the Saints, I think, have a tough matchup. And just about a couple hours ago, it came down that Alvin Kamara uh, is dealing with COVID-19. He won't play, and he could miss. This is crazy to me, Greg. He could miss their playoff game because he's not eligible to return until January 10th, which is Sunday. Let's not forget some of these games are played on Saturday. How much you want to bet that regardless of who the Saints play, they put that game on Sunday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think is it game,
1: is it is it already determined? It is Do not, they um, okay?
0: Yeah, it is not already determined on which teams are playing which days. So I'm just gonna throw it out there and gonna gonna go out on a limb and say the Saints are not playing until Sunday. Hey, how about this? A Saints Bears matchup on Saturday without Alvin Kamara, I'll take the Bears in that matchup. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, so. Getting back to the game at hand that we actually are talking about, Seattle is
1: the Seattle game.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, San Francisco, right now, I think they they've packed it in. Right, they had um, they had their win last week. C.J. Beathard came out. Even even so, the defense is what kind of stood on its head here uh, against um, against Arizona. I think that this week Seattle is just uh, too much for them and that they are going to quiet... Seattle's defense has quietly been playing a lot better. I think they caused some turnovers here for Bethard. That ends up being the difference in this game. And I think they want to put this one to bed early, right? I think I think that Pete Carroll isn't going to coast in, um, and there is still enough at stake for them that they are going to give it their all because I think that number one seed... It, 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 freakier things have happened. I've seen freakier things happen. Oh, yeah. Have, you know... Oh. With these oh, it's,
1: not. I mean, not a massive stretch to believe that um, Green Bay could lose, right? right? So, I mean, that that line's moving the other, I, I don't see it, right? But, you know, there's there's a lot of juice coming in on Chicago. So, um, yeah, from that side of things, you, you got to be, Seattle's got to be going out there and winning all the field. You can't take uh, C.J. Beathard lightly after last week, right? Right.
0: And I think that was the best thing that happened to him uh, for it for this game. And I just think that that defense right now is playing some of their best football of the season. And they've been a different team Seattle has since they got um, uh, Carson back at running back. That play act yeah. has definitely changed everything, and it opens things up so much more for Russell Wilson. And he's able to hit some of those big plays down the field. Um, I think they end up rounding into form as they head into the playoffs here. Now, the other game that we mentioned, New Orleans visiting Carolina, this game is going to be key. You like Carolina in this one as the second half of the tease.
1: Yeah, one final comment on Seattle there. Go ahead. no surprise Jamal Adams comes from the Jets right when he's prematurely celebrating with a cigar celebration which by the way as I was like looking into it it looks like he lit it backwards oh. apparently which which, by the way like if you're looking if you cut the end of a cigar is there really a front and a back
0: Fair, like, that, I, I, wow I that, my. <gasps> <laughs> like, seriously, you just blew like, my mind on that one <laughs>
1: Um, I, I feel like that is not the critique. The critique is, bro, you didn't. You you you're in the playoffs, right? Like the, you your your job is to win the Super Bowl, right? You know, smokes a cigar. We don't smoke a cigar at halftime when we're halfway to the over, you know. <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah. You, you know, you, you, you might wanna, but uh, we just don't. Now, but if the over yet, is already
0: um, hit, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I, I
1: I I made I made Krista. <laughs> this is. I'm sure uh, she loves me telling this story. I made her give me a high five with seven and a half minutes left in a game the other day. And I said, see, that's why you bet overs (laughs) because you could celebrate early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so getting back to a Carolina plus 13 and a half, they've been playing a lot of decent games, close games, when they don't win. Um, you were mentioning, didn't they get blowed out? Um, yeah, it was the Green Bay game where Green Bay got up big, the defense stiffened up, and then they came back with a couple of garbage time touchdowns. So I think they've been in a lot of games, and if when indeed they fall behind, they tend to you know have a little bit of self-respect. I think they're a well-coached team and try and you know, fight and scratch and claw to get back into the game so i liked that before you told me about kamara that was news to me so now i I like it even better because what what was it christmas you're getting the saints off of extra rest but what was it the six touchdowns he was 42 of the 52 points for the saints right is a big old chunk of the offense right there. So um, I'll, I'll take my 13 and a half points and couple it with Tampa Bay or couple it with Baltimore, um, you know, kind of dealer's choice situation there. Um, I think for the sake of what we were saying for the official tees, it'll be Tampa and then Carolina plus 13 and a half.
0: All right there. You know, I, the NFL playing the role of Grinch here, even long after the holidays, they issued Camara a $5,000 fine for wearing those holiday shoes uh, if I were him, I would wear them regardless if I'm going to be scoring six touchdowns like that.
1: Right? I, You know, somebody asked me if he got fined for that. I was like, nah, I'm sure it was
0: approved. Yep, $5,000. Five It's not a good start to the year for him, though. 2021 has been a, off to a rough start. You get a $5,000 fine for wearing shoes back on Christmas, and then you, you and get, get the COVID. Rona. That's, that's a rough combination for you. Yeah,
1: that that is a tough year.
0: The other thing is, so. too, that we always talk about, right? Like, I, I, and I just did it. We said, okay, he won't be eligible to play until January 10th. That's assuming the guy's, you know, good and healthy and doesn't have any of setbacks. I forget who it was, but there was one of the players that was talking about how it kind of put him on their butt uh, for a while. So, you know, just because they he are athletes been. does not mean they are are superhuman. <laughs>
1: Might, might have been uh, Walter Payton, Man of the Year nominee, Miles Garrett. Oh, I that. think
0: it was. You're right. It absolutely was. Uh, so if it, can, if it can get to Miles Garrett, it can get to any of us. By the way, watch, right? uh, watch uh, Death to 2020 uh, on Netflix. Very funny. Uh, another Tom Hanks reference in there It was Tom Hanks got the coronavirus so that he, we humans knew that it could, it could even infiltrate celebrities and famous people. That's how we had to take this seriously.
1: Well, listen, we're not uh, no uh, obviously acknowledging the severity of the pandemic, but no, no negative uh, mindsets here. Twenty twenty, we trekked through. Right, we got through it. Uh, And now 2021 uh, is going to be a good year. We're not going to speak ill will of any years. It's a big chunk of your life right there. So don't be cursing previous years.
0: 2020, like the NCAA tournament, survive and advance. We have done that. We have done Mm -hmm. that. So now it's time to play the role of Cinderella.
1: (laughs) I like it. I like it. That's going to be the theme for Week 17, survive the bankroll and advance to the playoffs. We'll be hot in the playoffs.
0: All right, so let me try and run this down here because we did a lot of talk in this podcast. Uh, this week, let's take the Colts' first half minus 7.5. In the Green Bay-Chicago matchup, Greg likes the Packers laying 4. Uh, next one in Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I'm going to take the Steelers without Big Ben, uh, even though Cleveland has to win. I say, give me all those points. Take them plus 10. Although there aren't, there, well, I see mostly at nines and nines and a halves out there. So if you can find a 10, get it. Uh, I still like it at nine and a half. In the matchup between New Orleans and Carolina, first half of the tease is Carolina plus 13 and a half. The second half of the tease is Tampa Bay to win outright over the Atlanta Falcons I like Tampa Bay at the number six and a halfs are out there some sevens at even money find the six and a half if you can if not pay for it the other thing we like is the Baltimore Ravens uh, I like this in a tease I like this plus the number 13's getting a little steep if you have it under that obviously that's the way you want to go they're taking on Cincinnati uh, I'll take I'll lay the points with Seattle six and a half against San Francisco and I think that wraps it up did I miss anything Greg no sir. alright week 17 pay attention to those last minute sits and starts because those are key and sometimes determining this keeping my eye on you Josh Allen and uh enjoy <laughs> the final week of the 2020 regular season I can't believe they made it through the way they did hats off to the NFL and the players for uh for making it happen because boy we needed football season
1: survive in advance right
0: that's it All right, 14 teams will be going to the playoffs. No. Yeah, I did that. Right? Right? 14?
1: 15? Yeah. Yep. It's still not even 12 good ones. It's
0: crazy to me. It's crazy to me. 14 teams in the NFL playoffs.